Welcome to Behind the Schemes, a discussion of how commerce, corruption, and counterfeit cures are destroying our planet's precious wildlife. This is Risha Kota Larsen with Behind the Schemes, and in this episode, we're taking a closer look at slow lorse trafficking. Slow lorses are paying a deadly price for their adorable appearance, and the illegal trafficking in these primates is anything but slow. Elizabeth John, Senior Communications Officer for Traffic Southeast Asia, gives us the inside story on what really happens to slow lorses when they are captured for the pet trade. What exactly is a slow loris and where do these animals live? Okay, uh, slow lorises are primates um, and they are found mostly throughout Southeast Asia. Um, they are small and stocky and they have very short tails. Um, they are nocturnal animals and they live mostly in the trees. Uh, they also climb very slowly and deliberately, which is where they get their names from. Oh, okay. And, and um, they, um, they do move fast sometimes, mm-hmm. but only when they are threatened or when they need to strike prey. Oh, okay. And why is this animal being traded illegally? What's going on with these guys? Well, the bottom line is that slow lorises are too cute for their own good. Oh, no. Um, <gasps> Yeah, it's it's a bit sad that you know yeah. this is the price that you have to pay for being beautiful, um, because they 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 are furry and and uh, very sweet looking, very mm-hmm. wide eyed, and you know they have these huge lovely eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, people people like that. They they look mm-hmm. like a soft toy. Oh, okay. So um, that that is largely why they're being traded. They're being traded for the illegal pet market. Oh, okay. And they don't make good pets, do they? Uh, no, they don't make good pets. Um, one, because they're, they're wild animals, mm-hmm. that's where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And also, when they are taken out of the wild, they are very often uh, taken when they're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're taken away from their mothers. Oh. Um, and uh, they are also, um, things are done to them, not very nice things, to make them suitable as pets. Um, you see, slow loris... Um, can uh, bite, and mm-hmm. uh, they they are also the only venomous mammal. Oh, huh. And um, to and this will not this would make them very unsuitable as pets. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And hmm. uh, so, in order to make them um, good for keeping at home, what mm-hmm. traffickers and illegal wildlife traders do is they have the teeth removed. And oh. they often do this in a very cruel way, which oh. is with, um, they snip them off with nail clippers oh, or no. with pliers. Oh, my. and the animals wide awake, they, they're not anesthetizing them or giving them any sort of pain medication or anything like that? Not as far as we know. Oh. And not as far as we've seen. Oh, my gosh. And as a result of this, because it's all, you know, uh, done um, for the black market and mm-hmm. uh, because of the nature of the trade, um, a lot of these animals subsequently suffer from infections and oh. many of them don't ever make it to the market, to the pet markets. Oh, my gosh. And so they're, so they're getting their teeth yanked out or snipped off and then they're dying slowly of an inf- infected teeth. Yes. And oh. uh, it, 
not having any teeth also makes it really difficult to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that, that, that's another problem for them. And is it only the uh, babies that are captured? Are the adults captured? Are they, um, is there anything, are they used for anything else or just for uh, pets? Um, they are also, traditionally, mm-hmm. slow lorries have been uh, traded uh, for the medicine market, for, oh. for, for traditional medicines, uh-huh. where they are caught and they are dried and they are sold for traditional medicines throughout Indochina. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And uh, that, that is another use for them, but that was a historical use. And um, uh, th- for that trade, you wouldn't have just the young, it would also involve the adults. Oh. Okay. And what what made them so popular as pets? How did this happen? Is it did who saw them? How did this how did this start happening? Um the popularity of uh, slow lorises have uh, largely been attributed to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh they are what we call a YouTube sensation. Oh, okay. Um a, a couple of years ago what happened was uh someone uploaded a video onto YouTube showing the very cute slow loris being mm-hmm. tickled. Oh. Um what it does mm. in the video is every time someone tries to tickle it, it lifts up its hand and looks like it's enjoying itself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people went, oh, oh, this is so cute. And they thought that I also want a slow loris. Let's all go out and get a slow loris. Oh, my gosh. You know, they're just mm-hmm. too cute. So um, that video um, received a phenomenal amount of hits in, in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, um, the slow loris' pets trade has, has really gone through the roof. Mm. And what happens to them? Do any of do they live a long time when people have them as pets, or do they do they die? Does does it ever really work out? Well, a lot of people, um, a lot of these uh, slow lorries have gone to countries like uh, Japan and Russia mm-hmm. as pets, mm-hmm. and uh, from. I guess pet pet owners who really love these animals do take care of them and they do survive. But the mm-hmm. problem is. Uh, for every one that reaches a pet owner, so many more would die in the process. Mm, yeah. So who is capturing these slow lorises out of the wild? Okay, the slow lorises uh, that you that come to you as pets are mostly captured in countries like uh, Indonesia, mm-hmm. uh, Malaysia, Thailand, and uh, other parts of uh, Indochina. And uh, they, are, they are being captured by uh, local communities that live near forests where these slow lorises are found. And they are largely being captured because these people know the value of the slow loris as a mm. pet. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then who are they selling them to? Is someone coming and soliciting uh, these animals? or? Uh, very often they are then sold on to a middleman. Oh, okay. Who would then bring them to markets? Mm-hmm. Um, in in some countries in Southeast Asia, you have uh, very big uh, open pet markets. Oh. Where they are then you know put in a cage for display by the side of the road or in a market stall, and people ah. come and pick them up and choose the slow loris that they like. And all this, despite the fact then that throughout Southeast Asia, this primate is protected under the law. Oh, so this is compl- this is completely illegal, but it's happening right out in the open. Yes. Oh my gosh. Now, the ones that are uh, on display in the in the market, uh, like you were describing, are those just going home with people who live in the area, or are they going somewhere else after that? 
Well, you do have locals who will buy um, the slow lorises to take home, and you also have uh, visitors from overseas who might come and buy one and take them take them back hmm. uh, as a, a well, I hate to say this, but it, it's a little bit of a souvenir from the country that you visited. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> yes, and uh, also you have the direct exports where where um, traders, illegal traders, um, who want to sell this as a pet overseas, mm-hmm. will ha- will get in touch with uh, with collectors from Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. and have them have these slow lorises illegally transported or smuggled across borders mm-hmm. to to the uh, to their final destination to a shelf in a pet store. Oh, so. Now, are they illegal uh, in other countries as well, or how is how are they able to be sold in other countries, or how how is that happening? Basically, uh, you're not supposed to have or own a slow loris anywhere. Okay. Okay. So this is, so these people then with these uh, YouTube videos, like you were describing, they're they're essentially showing to the world that they have something illegal in their house. Yes, they are. Huh. Huh. Um, what you you mentioned uh, Japan and Russia are those where the uh, slow lorises are are most popular as pets, or they're being sent there? Are there other countries um, that are destinations for these animals? Um, Japan and Russia would be the largest uh, international buyers that we've seen, but hmm. you also have many many people in Southeast Asia itself mm-hmm. who keep slow lorises as pets. Mm-hmm. Um, this some some of these people would be people who live near forested areas, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it would, it's very normal for them to see a slow loris, slow loris in the wild, and they might want to take one home and keep one. Um, but you also have. Uh, people who live in the cities in Southeast Asia that keep one as a pet. And you can see a, a, you can see a lot of this uh, being talked about on the internet in pet forums, hmm. where people discuss their pets and how to take care of pets and what to do. You, you, you get a sense of just how many people keep slow lorises as pets. Oh, my gosh. A lot of the trade also takes place over the internet where you do have sites offering um, slow lorises for sale. Hmm. How many uh, slow lorises would you say are taken from the wild for this trade? Are there any estimates on that? Uh, there are no uh, no real numbers, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, what we what we know from seizures gives us an idea uh, about about the numbers being taken out of the wild. Uh, if I can give you some examples, mm-hmm. um, for instance, uh, in April. Um, a survey of the Jatinagara market in Jakarta, that is uh, one of the biggest uh, wildlife markets in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in just a single week, 30 slow lorises were seen for sale there. Oh my gosh! And in December last year, a single vi- in a single visit, we saw 18 slow lorises. Oh, that's awful. Yes, and then we've had seizures in uh, in East Java in 2009 of 21 slow lorises. Oh, my gosh. And um, there have also been several seizures in Thailand uh, with about seven or eight uh, slow lorises found on, on dealers at, at a time. So these are the numbers that you're seeing. Huh. 
Now, when you're finding them, these seizures, are they still alive? Uh, the, yeah, the numbers, the numbers and the seizures that I talked about mm -hmm. uh, just now were all in reference to slow lorises that were found alive mm -hmm. and for the pet trade. You okay. do find uh, a higher number for dried and sold in, uh, in markets for traditional medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, the ones that were found and they were still alive, what happens to them because have their teeth already been removed can those those they can never be returned to the wild can they what what's their fate um the future is quite bleak for these animals mm -hmm. they um either someone takes them home and and um, someone buys a pet or otherwise they just you know continue to live life like that in the markets and um, many don't survive hmm hmm and the ones that are confiscated, what happens to those? The ones that are confiscated have to have care because, mm -hmm. as you said, you know, without that, all of them have their, have had their teeth removed. Yes. And without that, uh, finding food uh, in the wild is going to be impo impossible. Mm -hmm. So they will have to be taken care of, and um, you, they will have to be placed in a rescue center, mm -hmm. which which is usually what happens. And uh, in some places, you have really good rescue centers and really good uh, uh, people who will take care of them. And mm -hmm. in other cases, uh, authorities just have to make do with what they have. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Now, you guys are doing a campaign to help these animals. Tell us about that campaign. Yes, we are. We have a campaign. Um, it's called the Where's My Mama campaign, mm -hmm. and uh, this we're doing this together with the Body Shop Malaysia, and uh, the idea really is to make people stop and think about where they're getting their pets from. Oh, okay. Uh, pets like the slow loris, mm -hmm. and what happens uh, before the pet gets to you as a pet owner. Mm -hmm. So how this campaign works is that we have a message about the slow loris featured on the recyclable shopping bags uh, that Body Shop gives out, mm -hmm. and uh, on it we tell the story of the, of the slow loris. Uh, we tell the, the buyers, um, purchasers out there that, um, you know, a lot of young uh, slow lorises are taken away from their mothers, and uh, that they don't they they don't do well, and many of them don't survive as a result. Mm -hmm. Mm. And uh, so, before anyone wants to purchase this pet because they think it's really cute and it's a really good idea to have it, please stop and consider the consequences or, or the implications of their purchase. We also, uh, as part of the campaign, we also give the public a hotline number that they can call if they see a slow lorises or any other protected wildlife for sale. And all that information is available on the bag and the materials that Body Shop is handing out then? Yes, it is. It is also available on our Facebook, on Traffic Southeast Asia's Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And uh, in on our website, uh, where we explain how the campaign works and how people can participate in it. Okay. And so, how what would be the first step for somebody to get involved? Um, it's very simple. It's something that uh, you can do from the comfort of your living room. <laughs> uh, first, first, we tell people the the best thing that they can do is to educate themselves. Mm -hmm. 
um, uh, read uh, read up about the slow loris, find out what the uh, what the problem is, and tell their friends. Have help us by spreading the word. Um, awareness uh, ch- can change behavior, and we believe that that is something that everyone can help with. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part of the campaign. That the first thing that we ask people to do. Um, the second thing is that uh, we ask uh, people to call a hot call a hotline number if they know of uh, slow lorises or any other protected wildlife for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the number that we give as, as part of the campaign now is a number that applies only to Malaysia. Okay. Because the campaign is running in Malaysia, but we do have um, hotline numbers in Indonesia and Thailand that others um, can call. Okay. Can I give you the numbers? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, the hotline number that they can call in Indonesia is plus six two eight one one triple eight two zero six zero or they can email a report about wildlife crime to Wildlife Crimes Unit at yahoo.com. That's for Indonesia. Okay. And in Thailand, the number is plus six six zero two nine four zero six four four nine. And the email is CITES Thailand at yahoo.com. For Malaysia, okay. it's Plus six zero one nine three five six four one nine four or report at malayantiger.net. Well, I think that campaign sounds fantastic. Thank you. Also, as, as part of the campaign, it's not just the slow lorries that we're talking about. There are okay. many other animals, uh, wild animals, affected by the same problem where wildlife trade is leaving behind a lot of orphans. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this uh, impact is also felt by orangutans, by tigers, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. bears, um, by rhinos. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You see this happening everywhere. And, yes. Uh, you know, there are many of us out there who are mothers or who can empathize with this situation. I mean, imagine if it happened to to you as a human. You know, if someone came and took your mother away or took your baby away. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a really terrible situation. So it shouldn't be too difficult for us to understand that um, uh, what's happening to these wild animals and how sad it is. Oh, it is. It's terrible. And there are lots of orphans Um whether it's the babies that are being stolen and kept as pets or if it's babies that are left behind because the the mothers are getting killed for whatever reason. Exactly. Oh, it's just terrible. Well, I'm, I think that the campaign sounds great, and uh, I'm so glad that you took time to speak with us today about your campaign, Where's My Mama? Thank you very much. You're welcome. You've been listening to Taking a Closer Look at Slow Loris Trafficking with Elizabeth John from Traffic Southeast Asia. This is Risha Kota Larsen with Behind the Schemes.